You know what we need? We need that shit to play Hall H Comic Con. Like yeah. if that were to come, everyone would be like, whoa, this is, and then it'd be like, and we would come and out and they'd be like, who the these, fuck are these, are these guys? guys? <laughs> cool music, but. And then we'd sit down and. And we would sit down and, would walk out. and then we would say greetings and go. salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. 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 <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> My name is, of course, David Berry at DRBerry on varying social media platforms. I'm joined this evening by one, not two, not three, just one, but a good one. Oh, thanks. That's hey. the nicest thing you ever said to me. Well, that's not true. He said lots of nice things to me. Anyway, I am sure. Manderson, also known as the son of Mander. I don't do social media uh, because I'm not hip to it or something. I don't know. I'm going to come up with a different excuse every week. I feel like... I used to be. I just yeah, you, yeah, you used to, you used to know like that the ins and outs of it. Yeah. I feel like... Nah, whatever. It's, it's, it's you know... I'm just not that cool, guys. It's, it's, a, it's a poison. Yeah, but you have your, your list of cool terms, right? Uh, oh, I left them at home this week. Ah, well, that's not lit at all. It's not. That's not fleek. lit, fam. No. Not lit, fam. No. Jesus. Just ya eat that across the room <laughs> and let's get some big dick energy coming. <laughs> I think that's all of them. Anyway, we are your number one podcast for anything comic book related this week, specifically the granddaddy of them all, the big one. That is San Diego Comic-Con. That is our topic that we are going to be talking about. Hang on, I'm going to take my headphones off because I talk at a weird pace when I can hear myself in my ears. Oh, that's better. God, it's such and a strange, we're back. It's such a strange feeling. Um, we are, of course, going to be talking about Comic-Con this week. Lots of news, tons of news, tons of cool stuff. Talking about the Eisners, all those sort of things. Honestly, I'm not even sure we're going to be able to cover all of it. We'll get as far as we can. It's And, it's just, and there's like so many things that like aren't even comic book related that I'm like, I still want to talk about because they're awesome. So I'm maybe going to try to find like a... A way to pigeonhole it? Yeah, like, you know, I mean, like, I mean, The Witcher, it was like books, video games, I think it has comics, it and does, Henry yeah. Cavill is in it, so boom, yeah. done, like, Picard, easy, Star Trek comics have been oh, going yeah, for, for sure. a long time, boom, Orville is basically Star Trek, boom! There's also Norville Comics. I didn't even know that, so, I don't know how I missed I, that one. I saw it last Wednesday, I thought about picking it up, so but it's probably great. It's... I just couldn't afford to add another God, thing. God, no, I feel you. Speaking of which, speaking of the things, Ooh, all the things that we read before we get to that, though, thecampuscrusaders.com. You can find all of our content there. Anyway, when we are here in the safe house talking about Comic Con, what we can and can't afford as far as our comic right, budgets yeah. go, we like to go around the horn. <laughs> <laughs> When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion. Except this, this is more of a ping pong action. Uh, we talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. I feel like we missed something. What did we miss? Where did I moosh on that? Oh, God. <laughs> Steve, that was just I for you. It was not great. but I, You know, I mean. Before we said I was going to be mediocre. Nailing it. <laughs> Nail, you are reaching up for that bar and just tapping it lightly with your fingers and then <laughs> carrying on. Uh, Barely we, reaching mediocrity. <laughs> we talk about what comic books we have been reading this week. I actually read some for the first time in a while. Ooh. Yeah, I'm off of my my hiatus. Obviously, I, if, if you went into our front room right now, you could see this project that I have going on. I'm reorganizing a lot of my comics. A uh, big chunk of my collection has moved into the garage 
um, just because it's books that I don't go through super frequently mm-hmm. um, or like completed runs that I'm like, all right, cool. Like you're good. You're kind of encased in a box. You're not going anywhere. Front room, I'm currently organizing, alphabetizing, getting ready for a couple big series is, is, is like East of West, yeah. uh, which Wicked and the Divine to end so I can just read them all in one fell swoop. Yep. So I'm working on that uh, up in the front room. So that's part of the reason my hiatus for comics has been going on. Um, also just general, you know. Life. Yeah. Uh, wanting to stop seeing reading comics as a job. And for the first time in a while, I don't feel like reading comics as a job. That's good. Yeah. Comics are great. No, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, feeling like they were a job was a very disappointing point in my life so i'm very excited with where i'm at so speaking of which i'll go first because i just okay. gave that whole fucking story um and i'm tugging everyone's heartstrings i went back to one of my standby favorites that is finally back it is on issue five no issue five is coming out next month issue four i believe just came out that is none other than the goon the goon I've never heard of this. One. Really? Yeah. I've never told you about it. You probably have. I just don't listen half the time. I mean, I say a lot of shit. <laughs> I just, I, I'm like, hey, comics. I just like throwing them at, and you're like, okay, okay. It's like when you talk about beers. I'm like, sure, hops. Yeah. They're delicious. Yeah, jumping hops, malts. There's wheat. I had, I had a there's uh, water in there. I had a hoe garden for the first time in a while the other day. An unfiltered Belgian white ale. Yeah. Did you like it? I've always liked hoe garden, okay. especially when it's on tap. I don't. I, I'm because I've always like. Me, my dad has always had lighter beers. So, so your, lighter beers. Uh, yeah, I feel like it, you know, not like the gross like beer pong light beers. Like oh right, yeah, because that's just colored water. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, barely colored water with some urine. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I've always liked like pilsners and stuff. So all right, so liked gonna, is a strong word. Uh, been okay with more than others. I'm gonna buy the Icelandic white ale for you. I think I may have had it now that you, once you mentioned it the, last time. Oh, I think yeah. I've had it. But I don't remember if I liked it. Yeah, so mean, let's go for it again. Yeah. You don't have I'll to order it. it from Iceland. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're good. Just around the corner. Yeah. The Goon. That's the comic. That's so, uh, right. Eric Powell is the writer and artist. I love a good art. I, I love someone that writes and draws their own comic. Um, it fo- focuses around this character who is the Goon, who's basically like starts out as a, kind of a mafia muscle character. And then it's revealed that he actually killed the mafia boss and he's the muscle and the mafia boss. Oh. Um, but also like protects the town from zombies and werewolves and chupacabras and all kinds of stuff. It's super out there. It's got like equal parts mafioso and, and fantasy. Like supernatural. Yeah. Effect. it's Yeah. And it's super fun. I like um, good chupacabra showing. It's all, yeah, it's all, and his art, I love his artwork. He's been doing, he was doing it for about 20 years and then he took a break. Um, and he actually has an imprint on image. It's called Albatross Funny Books. Okay. Um, so if you ever see Albatross Funny Books, that's stuff like Nam Wolf, which was the story about the guy in Vietnam who was a werewolf during the Vietnam War. Um, yeah, it's a great, it's a great fucking book. Um, Hillbilly, which is about a mystical uh, hillbilly who has a giant cleaver that kills witches. Um, he's got a type, and yeah. I love it. But uh, Goon focuses on uh, this character, the Goon, um, and he finally brought it back, and it's on issue five. Issue five, I think, is coming out. Like I said, next month. Um, and I've I've loved Eric Powell's work. It, you know, definitely, I mean, it doesn't hurt that he's also a diehard Packers fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, see the look. I don't know if I can support this anymore. He's he's cool. He's great. I love his stuff. And the goon is back after a decent little hiatus, which I, you know, it's one of my favorite books. Um, so, yeah. So I read the first couple issues just like right back in the swing of things. It's, Good stuff. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily. I wouldn't even say where he left off, but like, like. It's like there was he never missed a beat. It was just like it's a new story. So really enjoyed that. Really happy back to be reading Eric Powell's The Goon. 
What did you read? Uh, let's see. What do I want to focus on is a better question. Um, I'm going to go with a, a mainstream and a less mainstream, if that's okay. I like that. Uh, Justice League. Um, it's currently being written by uh, Snyder. Yeah. And uh, he's Scott. been doing... Yes. Yeah. Friend not, of the show falls on Twitter. Yes, not Zach. Not, not releasing the Snyder right. cut, but... No. <laughs> R. Right. R. Snyder. Um, and he's he took over about a year ago now. I think yeah, we're on issue 24, 25 nice. now. Um, and he's interlaced into it. I mean, it's the, it's the year of the villain. And he, he started that pretty early on with his run. So even late last year, there was right. like issue six was um, Justice League. But over it was spray painted Legion of Doom. And then oh, it would be yeah. all when, about when the they, Legion of Doom. Over, yeah. Um, but as part of that, he's shown how Martian Manhunter and Lex Luthor actually had a relationship when they were younger um, and how that's led to where they are now. Um, and it's it's almost like the whole thing is not very, it's really well written, but these two issues, two or three times they've done this have been like really horror-esque um, and you get this weird like Met Martian Manhunter's trapped kind of thing and Lex Luthor as a kid is just scared of everything. Um, and his father Lionel is just like this genius guy just like Lex is but a brute who kind of beats him and tells him he's worthless and that kind of stuff and how they initially started Martian Manhunter and Lex started off as friends and then he got uh, Lex freed Martian Manhunter from the tr- tests that he was being subjected to anyway um, but it's it's showing how like everything's tying together between that their story is actually leading to where they are now with this thing called the totality and um how there was a, a like a godlike being who wanted to create hybrid humans and martians to make the ultimate uh warrior race and that they actually succeeded and they've been on hiding or whatever and so it's it's been interesting check it out um the year of the villain is definitely coming to fruition in justice league um, like the last issue barely focused on any of the rest of the Justice League. It was just Lex and Martian Manhunter. Um, also, the other, so the second thing, uh, more recently, I just finished Pearl issue 11. Um, if you're not familiar, Pearl is one of Brian Michael Bendis's many books that he's writing writing in his Jinx World imprint. Right, right. Um, part of part of the deal with him coming over to DC was he yeah. got to go back to doing that style. Yes. Uh, it's it's really interesting. It's like the whole story is basically this this young um, Japanese girl who's a tattoo artist and her mother was a tattoo artist and she learned everything from her mother. Um, and she's kind of like this underground legend. Like people who have tattoos know who she is, but they don't like know her name. They just know like her style and her signature. And um, it turns out that her mom was actually the the mob boss for the Yakuza in San Francisco. Nice. And nobody knew because she led from the shadows because the Yakuza don't respect women. Right. But she did certain things to where the people who were enforcers respected her and feared her. So they would just do her bidding. Um, her mom died a number of years ago and left everything to Pearl. Um but she didn't know that she was actually the mob boss. Somebody took over for her and didn't tell her and is just trying to rule. And it's led to this point where now she she had to go to Japan. She had to basically punish the guy who was trying to muscle her out and take over. Um, and by punishment, they were like, you have to cut off his pinky. Yeah, of course. 
Uh, and so instead of cutting off his pinky, she just like grabs a sword and slices off all four fingers, leaving just a thumb on his hand and then takes over. And now she's back in San Francisco from Japan and is um, trying to get everybody who thinks that she's a, a no good excuse of a Yakuza to back her as the, as the boss, but she has the backing of everybody in Japan. So whether they fall in line or not, doesn't matter. It's just like, is she going to get them on board or is she going to have to kill everybody? Right. Because they won't. Um, storytelling is really interesting. Um, backstory, like the way they tell the backstory and like slowly illuminate things. Kind of like, oh man, that makes so much more sense why this happened. Um, really good. The art is phenomenal. Um, the, I can't remember the first name of the guy. The last name is Gatos. Um, he helped with creating uh, Jessica Jones with him. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They're back together for yeah. this. Um, but the art's phenomenal, really like outside the box for comics. It almost looks like they did pencils and then watercolor with it. It's really good. Yeah. So those are the two. Well, I may have read more, but those are the two I want to highlight. So nice. check them both out. Just like Pearl's <clears throat> fantastic. I mean, he's, he's like, I think four books in that imprint right now. Uh, so yeah, Pearl, um, he had one called Cover, which is basically comic book artists going undercover for the CIA. Um, which was actually it's Tom King. <laughs> it was it was really humorous. That's funny because um, they go to like Comic Con and yeah. like all these things that if you've been to a, any kind of Comic Con, like that's ah, funny because of this. And then there's like spy stuff, um, Murder Inc., United States of was it Murder Inc.? I think Murder Inc. might have been it. And then there's a couple other I can't remember what the other yeah. one is. So yeah, he's got a bunch going on right now. Yeah, nice. Plus he's writing Superman and. Right. In the Batman universe for he's Walmart. He's a busy man. Yeah. He's a busy, busy boy. Anyway. Nice. Well, speaking of... No, I don't. I got nothing. We're yeah, talking we, we talked about Comic-Con earlier. Go. But um, in the news... So let's do the news sound now, because that's what happens when we talk about the news. Great news sound. It was beautiful. I know, right? Uh, it has no copyright attached to it. Uh, <laughs> I've heard like a dozen other podcasts use it. Yep. for like, breaking news. And I'm like, oh, you guys use this too? <laughs> Whatever. Cool. <laughs> uh, but in the news this week, first off, before we get to Comic-Con, because that's the main chunk. It's news and it's our main topic. Yeah. Big piece of news coming out. I think we got it yesterday. Let me confirm real fast. and wait for my notes to update. Yes. As of yesterday, the final tally is in. Oh, Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame has officially topped Avatar as the highest grossing film of all time. Suck it, James Cameron. Yeah, suck it, James Cameron. You don't care who we are. You're a friggin' billionaire, but yeah, but screw you. Even though you're about to make five more Avatar movies for Disney in the next couple of years, whatever. I suck hope, it. I hope that that doesn't happen. Well, I mean, he hasn't made good on it until now, but now they're like, hey. Uh, now you're under contract with us. Yeah, make them happen. You got to do a thing. Who knows? I mean, it's it's one of those again. Like at the time, Avatar like groundbreaking effects. Yeah, the 3D and everything. Sure, the story was just sci-fi Pocahontas. Yeah, but it looked cool. It did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, there's potential there. Yeah, and like everyone said, even though Avengers needed a re-release to get there, Didn't, Avatar needed. Yeah, a re- yeah in 2009 yeah. they had a re-release. Yeah. So James Cameron congratulated them. Um, they're going to keep going because it's still in theaters right now. So we're going to get some trickle. Okay. Um, so yeah, Endgame is officially the highest grossing film of all time. Now, like when if if you're like a nerd and you make fun of people who like are sports fans. 
because sports fans will be like, oh, we won. And some people who don't like sports are like, oh, no, you didn't win. Like, they won. Right. If you're cheering for this, now you know. <laughs> this is how that. Because you didn't win. Yeah. You're not making any money. You paid money for this. But we're all pumped. You know but what? But we're all pumped. I spent over $100 to help them get there. Yeah, same. So. Same. There you yeah, go. How many times we saw it? Yeah. Um, not as many as I wanted to, but more than I should have. <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I could have seen it come more times. I didn't need to. Uh, so, yeah. So. Endgame has topped Avatar, and it just so happens to be the same weekend that Marvel then proceeds to decimate everyone at Comic-Con with their announcements. Before we get to that, though, let's just talk about some kind of, some highlights, because there is so much. It was the 50th anniversary of Comic-Con. Yeah, a lot of hype around that, too. So much stuff. Like, it's... Comic-Con's old. It looks good for 50. It looks great. Yeah. I mean, it's got some work done, you know. It moved from... Botox. Yeah, you know. the gym, finally. Moved to a different convention center. You know, sunny San Diego. It did good for the skin. Um, it, it's almost. I almost don't know where to start. I don't want to start with Marvel though, because I would just. Yeah. I'd be like a Steve's last week when his Ben Shapiro impersonation <laughs> just all over the floor. <laughs> so it's not. It's not go all the way. But I mean, I, here's just. I just have a collage of images of stuff to talk about. Like, let's talk because I know I. You have to be excited for Picard. Oh yeah. New so, trailer yesterday. Did you know that that was anything that was going on in the story? Uh, I didn't know what the story was. I had initially. no idea. So, I thought it was just going to be him running a vineyard, which I was going to be okay with. Yeah. That would be cool. Make it a drama. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like a Downton yeah. <laughs> card Downton Abbey. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I would uh, be down with that. Uh, like the, and the first trailer led me to believe that he was coming back to Starfleet. But that was him like, what's that going to be? Is he going to get his own ship? Is right. he going to be like a, a Black Ops type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, what's that? What's that team? That, that like the section thirty one? Yeah, what if not he, section? I hate section thirty one. That would be no, that would be terrifying though if he became section thirty one. That's true, uh, but I th- to the extent that they showed, and to to be honest, my wife found it and showed me the trailer, and I watched it without my glasses on. So I <laughs> I recognized Picard, I recognized Data, I recognized Seven of Nine. <laughs> Not sure what the rest was happening, so nah. I need to watch it again. But I think those are the only ones you would recognize. I think yeah, everyone else is new. Like the the Borger bring brought back into it makes sense because I mean he was assimilated and that was a such a huge of, like, part of his story. He yeah. defeated the Borg Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it going to cool. be. It does look really. It, good. And look, so it seems like he's not. He's not. A, he's 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 a captain, but it seems like it's almost like he's on the kind of like a little like like. I don't want to say pirate crew, but kind of like a, a group of, group of misfits. Yeah, who are like. Because it seems like Starfleet maybe isn't taking him seriously. Because yeah, he I mean he was promoted to admiral like the first trailer they call him admiral so he yeah. got promoted, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he just I I feel like because it, the way they make it sound he just abandoned him, and, and I and, I, and I, I think it's gonna have something to do with data, yeah, with probably some of the way data sacrificed himself that was too hard of a loss for him because he basically I mean kind of raised data in a lot of ways to, yeah. from uh, no feeling emotionless being to the closest thing gap between humanity and robotics yeah. Um, except for the Borg, but you know. Um, so yeah, so we got we got Picard, we've got Data demolished, and we've got Seven of Nine. Yeah, which made my little heart just. <laughs> I was both like excited and disappointed. I'm like, ah, there's better characters to bring back, but Seven of Nine makes sense. It totally makes sense. Great character, Borg. Okay. I mean, I I wanted Chakotay, but you know, but I want everyone for Voyager because yeah. I fucking loved <laughs> Voyager. Voyager was my my Star Trek. Give me Tuva. Give me two. He's in Swamp Thing. That works out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Picard. Did he we die all, in Swamp Thing? Hmm? Did they kill him? Or he I haven't gotten there yet, so don't don't I mean, spoil I haven't it. Seen him since episode two, so he was he was there 
for a sec, like every time they go to the hospital, like he randomly pops up. That's fair. But okay. who knows? He might be infected by now. Um, in other Star Trek news, though, did you see the Below Decks thing? Uh, it's an animated comedy. No, but I mean, I know they were working on two or three other Star Trek yeah. shows. So, so Comic Con, they they talked more about Discovery. They talked about Picard, okay. and they talked about Below Decks, which is an animated show. That focuses on the crew of like the least important ship in Starfleet. <laughs> I could remember hearing about this. Yeah, it, it, it kind of reminds me of like when, um, like Sea Lab twenty twenty nine, when they like took that old footage from like the Sea Lab cartoon and then yeah. adult some like later voices. It kind of reminds me of that, where it's almost kind of kind of be like, it's it's humorous. You know, it's their their you know the least important ship in Starfleet. Like it, it kind of sounds fun. Yeah. I don't know. It's also kind of weird that it's like. They're trying to capitalize so much on Star Trek like that. Yeah, it. it I hope it doesn't come off as too Orville-y. Yeah, because I mean, Orville, yeah. Orville's not as much of a comedy as they originally made it look. It's hilarious. Yeah, but but it's like, a really well done sci-fi show. Yes. Yeah. So, but if they make it too Orville-y, then I think it could be disappointing. Speaking of Orville, oh, more Orville. Um, no longer on Fox. Really, third season is going to be on Hulu. That's disappointing. It's interesting because I didn't, I, th- I didn't think they had any issues with Fox. Like I thought yeah. Fox had renewed them, so I, I don't, I didn't look up the details of this, of this move. But they're going over to Hulu. Interesting. Um, I have to subscribe to Hulu now. They, they have a, they have a cheaper plan that includes commercials. It's not too bad. Yeah. Right. Um, man, <laughs> the way Comic Con's going, you got a lot of subscription services you're gonna have to look into. I know we're trying to go to Hawaii, sweetie, but <laughs> gotta pay for subscriptions. <laughs> So, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, luckily, I mean, you won't need one of those to watch the CW shows. Yeah, because they're, they're still around. They are. Uh, I think Arrow's going in its last season. Arrow's right? in its last season because Amel is done. Um, the guy, I cannot remember his name, but he was the doctor that Mindy Kaling's character in The Office is married to at the end of The Office, and then she leaves him for. I'm blanking all these characters' names. Anyway. Um, the intern? Yes, she leaves him for the intern, but she leaves right. the, the doctor. Um, but apparently, I'm going to look up his name. He's a great actor. I think he was he was one of the actors in Heroes, actually. Um, okay. Let's see. Sendhill Ramamurthy? Yes, Sendhill Ramamurthy. He's going to be, apparently, he's a villain oh, in, okay. think, in season uh, six. A Flash, um, which I'm not watching. Interesting. Yeah. Um, In my opinion, Flash is the only one that's still good. Okay, good. Um, Supergirl, apparently she's losing the skirt and it's just going to be going to like the leotard style costume. That that was the news. I didn't I didn't see much else. I was like, all right, cool. Is that your is that what they led with? I don't. They probably did more, but yeah, these articles are very flimsy. I both like care and I'm disappointed. Don't care and I'm disappointed at the same time. Yeah, because I feel like with a leotard, it would be easier just to like go super sexy. Which Supergirl doesn't need. Right. Like, none of that stuff needs that. And the skirt, while like still like feminine and stuff, wasn't super sexy. It was just like, it's a Supergirl skirt. It went down like it covered everything. It wasn't too revealing or anything. Yeah. So, but it was we'll kind of weird things like, hey, I have a skirt. Yeah. What, what like purpose does it serve? Yeah. Traditional yeah. Supergirl. You don't have a cod piece because there's not a cod to yeah. piece. Is so, that what it is? Is, is, is cod your. Anyway. Um, speaking of CW, though, it looks like they're doing Infinite Earths, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yep. Brandon Routh revealed on stage that he's wearing the Kingdom Come Superman logo, which is interesting. Yeah, he so plays it sounds Adam like Adam in that universe. He's going to be Superman again, but not Adam, or he's going to be Adam and Superman. And they'll bring back uh, the Irish guy. 
Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And apparently Burt Ward is also involved in somehow. The original Boy Wonder from the Adam West uh, Batman series. Not sure if that's like a... Could be the anti-monitor. I think that would be great. Yeah. Just a, cr- a crotchety old man <laughs> walking around with a mask on. Oh, he's the anti-monitor. Ah, yeah, cool, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> this is how we're going to get Black as Night. That's what I don't... Th- my concern, because we talked about this. CW, the long-form television series, is a better way to tell some comic stories. Right. Definitely. But the budgets aren't there. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to see this turn into... Are we going to get Superboy Prime on CW? Ooh. Are we going to get Blackest Night on, on CW? Ooh. Like, I don't yeah. want it to go that way. No. But I at the mean, same time, they do have a lot more freedom in the, in the length of the stories they could tell. Yeah. And they, I mean, they do, in general, they do a good job at storytelling, I feel yeah. like. But yeah. yeah, budget's not there. I mean, we also <clears throat> talked about this. It'd be great if they did. I mean, like, Marvel's doing their. Disney's doing their thing, so Marvel's going to be there. Right. The DC Universe app. Just pull everything off of networks. Do that. Yeah. Six to 12 episodes. Put a little extra money into them. And just nail it. Crank out the quality. If, if you really think about it, if you do 12 episodes a year, that's about how often we get a comic book every year. So you're telling the same amount of story every year as we do for comics. I'd be fine with it. What's not to lose? And if you do it like, even if you release them more often than that, but if you do a couple, right. the, the way DC Universe is doing it, the way they're staggering out Titans, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing. Yeah. You know, always, it's, it's always almost something. been a year, but there, yeah, there's always something coming. So I think that's a pretty solid plan. Speaking of TV, Agents of Shield coming back. It's back last season. Oh, interesting. They just, they're just about to start their last season. Um, there's a Coulson double, and he's evil. I haven't watched the show at all since season one because yeah, he dies at the end of season five. Yeah, again. I just, I just like watched the last two seasons that were okay. on Netflix. Yeah, and it's actually three was the worst. Yeah, four and five are. Good. Nice. So I'm actually, I'm going to watch six. Cool. So, so yeah, so it's coming up on the end. Um, apparently, Hulu has confirmed that they the, they are doing a Ghost Rider series. The Ghost Rider that was in he's Agents gonna, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, he's going to be... Same guy? Yeah. Huh. Um, I, I thought he did a good job. He played a good Ghost Rider. Yeah. So we'll see how, we'll see how that goes. Um, we did get a uh, Watchmen trailer that I have not watched yet. Okay. Because um, I'm still... HBO. HBO, okay. Yeah. Um, still kind of confused why why it's happening. <laughs> you know? Like, it's kind of like... Because why not comic books sell TV shows now? That's accurate. That's unfortunate. That's kind of accurate. And there's, um, a lot, there's a lot of other Watchmen content out there outside the main... Yeah, and most of it... It's, sorry. It's like... Some of it sucked. <laughs> not talking about Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock has been good, but like... Like the before Watchmen series... Right, ...was yeah. just kind of like, okay, you're just publishing dozens of books of all these random people... Yeah, I never read any of those stuff. Watchmen's yeah. all I'm really super familiar with. So yeah, uh, Young Justice is getting a season four on uh, okay. on the DC Universe app. Doom Patrol season two is going to be on the DC Universe app and on that HBO Max app that HBO announced. Huh. Okay. I have no idea why the fuck HBO needs a third app besides Go Now and now they have Max. It's where all the boobs go. <laughs> it's all the boobs. <laughs> And I, I, I guess, you know, are we calling Doom Patrol boobs? We're using old-timey terms to mock them. They're all boobs and rubes. I don't know. Who knows? That's, yeah, that's where all their... I don't know. It's a black label version? I don't know. I don't know. That one... Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not 100% tuned. sure. Stay tuned. Yeah. We'll let you know when we figure it out. Speaking of HBO, see how I'm, like, traversing this right now? You did like a great job. through it. This one completely unrelated to comics, and I don't it's fine. have I have a connection. I have a connection. Um, so we did get a panel and a trailer for the HBO BBC 
um, series, uh, Golden Compass, his Dark Materials. So his Dark okay. Materials uh, book series, my wife loves. I'm trying to do the audio book, but timing it is, is tough because I know it's good. I, she's told me about it. I know it's good. Um, I seem to actually get through it because the movie wasn't great. Um, she wasn't happy with it either. But this one, great cast. The main character is being played. Uh, I can remember the actress's name, but she was uh, X-23 in the Logan movie. Oh, yeah. She's great. So comics. Yeah. Uh, James McAvoy is her uncle, Asriel. Comics. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is a, a, a balloon cowboy guy. Uh, not comics, but he's just great. I don't know who that is. Lin-Manuel Miranda? Do I know uh, who that is? Wrote, wrote Hamilton. Wrote all the music for Moana. Okay. Um, wrote a lot of music for the past, last couple seasons of Sesame Street. I know his stuff. You know his stuff, I don't and know you him. might know his face. Okay, um, he's popping up all over it. He's he's fantastic. So that looks really cool. I um, mean, it's going to be a series. Uh, it's a very dark series. So they got a panel and a trailer. Um, we saw some of the The Witcher, which again comics because yeah. it's Henry Cavill and it has comics and it also has video games and books. Um, oh, there's just. So much. I'm just sorry. I'm just like going through all these articles because I'm trying to dig, dig through it because some of it is just like, uh, oh yeah, boldly go. They're doing like an anthology Star Trek series. Uh oh, TV or like on CBS? I think it's gonna be on CBS. Okay, I think that's the other series I did hear about. Yeah, uh, Preacher is getting its last season. Which fourth? Yes. Which I only watched part of the first one. I was liking Same, it. I just yeah. I just fell off. Yep. Because I really liked the comic. Um, it's very dark, obviously. Um, it's one of those things where just like I'm watching so much that it fell off the wagon. There was there's that's the thing. There's just yeah. so much going on right now. Uh, let's see. Apologies, I'm just digging through. Did we get a Swamp Thing movie announced? Nothing announced for Swamp Thing. Not figuring out Swamp Thing season two. Bastards. That's all we want is another that's, that's basically all. That's all we really want. Um, so I'm just digging through all of these. We'll get to like okay, we'll get to Marvel stuff just because there's the, yeah, the so big, much. The big big thing. That's the big one. Um, I like how comics are in everything else on this website. Like no, this shouldn't be everything else. That's comics. Um, we did get more details about all the X teams that are coming out. Um, we're gonna have. Marauders, X Force, X Men. Uh, I'm blanking on the rest of them, but it's coming out of a uh, after Jonathan Hickman takes over X Men. Okay. So right now, all the X Men are about to get retconned. Most of them are dead. Um, and now, House of X is going to relaunch the X titles. Uh, looks great. Yeah. Ton of cool teams. It looks dark. Yeah. Lots of good mixture of of mutants on teams. Not too much representation. Because I'm, I love Wolverine. He doesn't need to be on every team. Yeah, he's on most teams. <laughs> um, he's reluctantly on every team somehow. It always happens. Uh, but speaking of comics themselves, let's talk about the Eisners, the Oscars of the comic book world. Um, last year, um, there was a tie for best writer. Um, hang on, I want to I want to pronounce her name correctly because I'm always I always feel bad when I when I don't do it. Right. Um, he's looking up the name, and then he's gonna Google there. phonetically speak, so we get it right. I think I can, no. Uh, Marjorie Liu and Sana Takeda. Um, Good job. They're the writer and artist for Monstrous. 
Monsters is so good. So Marjorie Liu won. Um, she was actually the first woman to win Eisner for Best Writer. She was tied, I believe, with Tom King. Okay. Because Tom yeah. King, he, yeah, he's great. Makes sense. Um, so we got Tom King won big at the Eisners this year. Best short story. Um, which was the Swamp Thing winner. Did you read the winner special? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That so was him, good. Him and Jason Fabuck. Uh, Fabuck? Fab, whatever. Sure. Um, him and JJ. Uh, they won Best Short Story. Um, Chip Zdarsky got Best One Shot with a Spectacular Spider-Man. Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Giant Days got Best Continuing Series, which you haven't read Giant Days. It is a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Um, best Limited Series, Mr. Miracle, of course. Oh, yeah. Tom King. Uh, I need to finish that one. You would, you're gonna love it. Yeah. As a dad, you're gonna love it. Um, best new series was Gideon Falls, which I have in my box. I just haven't read it yet by Jeff Lemire. Um, kind of skipping through some of like the young adult stuff, just because it's not sparkly vampires. No sparkly vampires. Oh, shocking. Um, best writer went to Tom King. Um. Best artist, Jen Wang, the prince and the dressmaker. She's phenomenal. Best penciler and inker, Mitch Gerads. Gerads. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I never. Uh, Best painter, Dustin Nguyen for Descender. Because, yeah, he's Mm. fantastic. Um, Best cover artist, Jen Bartel. Duh. She's the one. She. This was for Blackbird. Um, But remember a couple weeks ago, I sent you the, the Thanos and Captain Marvel Adidas? Yes. That was she, yeah, that was her artwork. Oh, She's nice. her colors are always so fucking vibrant. Yeah. I love her stuff. Um, the Captain Marvel Adidas for my daughter. Ah, dude, they were so expensive. There's, I mean, and there's a ton of other ones, and like you know, the, the Will the Will Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award, like all these things. I just I'm not gonna go through those because we've already there's just so much because we need to get to the thing the, the, yeah. that I just want to talk about. <laughs> So let's just go right in. We're talking about beer tonight, right? Yes, 100%. Yep. That right, Icelandic cool. thing you were I'm talking about. I'm prepped. I'm here. The big winner, for the first time in a couple of years, Marvel Studios returned to Hall H for a 90-minute panel. Um, they'd taken a break from Hall H for a while. They were doing D23, doing their announcements in other ways. So all eyes were on them. Because we just had Endgame, Far From Home, yep. got a break in the Marvel movies, what's coming next? And we're like, okay, are they going to say anything? D23 is coming right around the corner. Are they going to save it? Yeah. Holy they, shit, did I, they just... I heard they gave us some stuff. Some stuff. Just, just a few things. It's a way, That's a way of just putting some, it. Some crumbs some to keep us just going. Yep. So basically what they did was they revealed all of Phase 4. Which yeah. includes the shows, which I did they're not gonna, think they were going to go. They're going to tie them in. Yes. Well, they're using the same actors, so yes. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. it's So, phase... Uh, is this phase five or phase four? No, I'm, no, I'm phase four. This is phase four. We um, just have four Avengers movies, so it makes it confusing. Yeah. That's what always throws me off. So, they've announced, I believe there was five or six movies, and then four... I think five movies, six series is, and a, and a cartoon, I believe. Okay. Um, all tied into the MCU. Even the cartoon. Yeah. Ah. So first off, we'll talk about the cartoon. Cause I thought that was fucking cool. It's called what if, 
Okay, I didn't. I I saw the image and I didn't realize. It was a yeah, cartoon. so it's a it's an animated, okay, which is good because then they can bring back any actor they want as a voice actor. Yeah, and they're not like, oh, I'm contractually obligated to have a mustache for this other movie. Cool, you're just on a mic. We can <laughs> no draw you CGI, however we need to. Yeah. No CGI. Yep. So what if it's gonna be just like the comics? What if this happened? Just like one-off stories, probably. Yeah. What happens if you know? What what if Vision picked up the gauntlet or something else? You know? What if Thor was no longer worthy? You know? What if? Yeah. Whatever. You we kind of got that in the comics, but yeah, not in the movies. Exactly. So there's there's all the, so that's gonna be on the Disney Plus streaming service. Okay. So already you have to get it. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting it anyway. You're not going to Hawaii. Nope. But you Sorry, can, sweetie. You can show Good. your kids vaulted disney content and all this yeah i mean mainly all this yeah but disney too um falcon and winter soldier which we knew was coming yep excited about that um i'm interested to see if that picks up like after uh sam gets the shield right. and he's like trying to become captain america or like, if he's already I'm, gonna be like Cap. yeah it's and like, just calling like it falcon because that's his original right because uh, uh, part of me, yeah, part of me wonders if they're just going to give him the shield, but he doesn't necessarily take on the title of Captain America. Yeah, he's just red, white, and blue Falcon with the shield, which I, you know, which because because passing on mantles, because we'll talk about this later. Totally normal for us as comic book fans, right? For like a lot of people who just watching movies, they're like, wait, now he's Captain America. Like that yeah. might be kind of weird for some people when they had we're like Chris Evans, Chris Evans, Chris Evans, and he gives the shield. Like, all right, cool. Now he's a Falcon with the shield. That makes sense to me. But if you're like, oh, now he's Captain America, they'd right. be like, wait, he could just do that. Yeah, he could just. Give it away. It's like the sword of Gryffindor. Like you can't will it, Albus Dumbledore. Sorry. Is that a? There it is. Yeah, <laughs> that was a Harry Potter reference. Uh, that was when, when, when Albus Dumbledore is killed in his last will and testament. Mm. He leaves the sword of Gryffindor. And there was a to Harry over it. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it was not his to give. Um, so Falcon Winter Soldier. I think Zemo. I believe Baron Zemo is going to be in it, and apparently he's wearing the mask. So. They're not not, um, not Z- uh, helmet. Yeah, Zemo helmet. Right, because yeah, he was in uh, Civil War. Exactly. So and it we're seems a like he's disappointed with how they did Zemo, and he's gonna apparently be wearing like the purple mask, supposedly. Interesting. Yeah, someone like tweeted about it, and I didn't get any more confirmation on it. Yeah. So might be getting a little more true to form, Zemo. Yeah. Um, Is he gonna re- resurrect Hydra. That's what I'm hoping. That's that would make sense, or like, or like one of those other like evil organizations. Yeah. Like, if he can kind of organize that, and the Falcon Winter Soldier have to fight back against it, I think that's perfect for a series. Yeah. I'd be all about that. Uh, other series, Loki, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Question is, you know, which Loki is it? Is yeah. it after he picks up the the Tesseract and the now fucked up time stream and disappears? Is yeah. it that Loki? Like, is it a young Loki? Is it? You know, just a picture of him floating in space, purple, because he got killed by Thanos for six episodes. <laughs> Who knows? That's where we're going to start. I'll be great with that. that. I got <laughs> you, you're, probably, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> uh, so we got a Loki series, the Hawkeye series. Now, here's what's important about the Hawkeye series. They did confirm they're going to introduce Kate Bishop. Cool. The current Hawkeye. Yep. Uh, well, they're both Hawkeyes. Uh, and hot guys. Um, but the logo and the video, Jeremy Renner posted like the little, little like preview they did for it. Mm-hmm. The artwork and everything, 100% looks like the Matt Fraction, David Aha runs on on Hawkeye. Right. The reason that's important is because those are the ones that were winning awards left and right. That was the one that had the, the issue where Hawkeye, because Hawkeye in the comics is deaf and he has a hearing aid. Um, where he 
I can't remember if he gets like disabled or he loses it. And the entire comic is in ASL. Like all the all that speech bubbles are in. Oh, yeah. They show the hands. Interesting. Won all kinds of awards. The other one where um, it's all from his dog's point of view. Mm-hmm. So his dog just picks up a couple words like walk, treat, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just so good, so fun. Really not about him being a superhero. It's kind of like his day to day after he's done being a superhero. Right. And Kate Bishop got that. Like she's she's more being like the the Hawkeye out and about while he's kind of you know dealing with his landlord right. and stuff like that. So they used all the like the artwork and the style and logo looks like that. So that would be amazing content for that series yeah. to have. Um, hang on, I'm looking, looking, looking. Uh, WandaVision. Yeah, it was interesting. I'm to so see confused. Vision at the end of that. Yeah, one. yeah. Paul Bettany was there with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Did he somehow get snapped back? So I have no idea because there was also rumors that it was going to be based in the 50s. So hmm. that doesn't make any sense to me. The, what I what Alternate I do reality, which ties into one of the movies they announced. We'll talk about that. But because I again I didn't I didn't like like watch like a lot of the cell phone videos that people were taking of these panels. Yeah. So this information is still kind of fresh, but they have both been confirmed for it. And part of me wonders is, okay, is it going to be like, they're like their little adventures they had before infinity war when it was just the two oh, of like them between civil war and infinity. War. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it seems like some of these stories, like obviously like the black widow movie is going to be kind of back in time. Cause yeah. she did. Um, so I or wonder, is she, Nah, she dead. Okay. <laughs> or is she? <laughs> or it. So I don't know. I, I I'm not sure what's going on with with WandaVision, but like I said, it it my a theory I have about it ties into one of the movies. Um, I believe that's all the series is. Is was it? Cartoon is what if Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision, Blade. Was that a movie or is that no? A- just shut up. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't ruin that. We'll talk about it. Rewind 15 seconds and then just jump ahead 30 so you didn't hear that happen. Yeah. Because um, that's how it works. Yeah. Going all over. Um, okay. So here, here's... There, sorry. There, there's a breakdown. So WandaVision is starring Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, um, is going to take place after Endgame as she deals with the loss of her partner, Vision. Um, okay. And... Monica Rambo, so Maria Rambo was introduced in Captain Marvel along with Monica Rambo, her daughter. Mm-hmm. Monica Rambo, who is at one point Captain Marvel in the comics, um, they have an adult version of her who's okay. already been cast, who's going to be in that show. So, n- not sure what's going on. Like that, it could be really cool. I have no idea what's going on though. Um, oh, there were a bunch of details revealed. So now I can I guess talk about these. Faggy revealed that it is the 2012 version of Loki who stole the Infinity Stone and disappeared. Okay. That's what he's going to be about. That makes sense. Um, because that has a an obvious ending where he's like, everything I'm doing is ruining the universe. I need to go back and yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is actually playing the the Watcher, the who's going to narrate the What If series. So the the okay. Watcher is the one who's actually telling these stories, which yeah. I think is cool. Um, now we get to movies because that was those were all the series is 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 that are coming out. Um, the movies, like I said, I didn't see most of these coming. I was I was not prepared. For any of this, um, first off, we're getting an Eternals movie, which we knew that was happening. Yeah, but now we have a cast, and it's okay. a powerhouse cast. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real fast. Not surprising. I feel like anybody who's smart would want to jump on a, jump into the Marvel universe these days. Yeah. Um, Angelina Jolie, 
Um, Richard Madden, who I had to look him up. He's one of the he's one of the Stark brothers from Game of Thrones. Didn't watch it, but okay. Um, Kumail uh, Najiani, who is about to come. He's uh, he's the Uber driver with Batista in this movie okay. that's coming out where yep. Batista commandeers an Uber. I'm like, I fucking love him. He's hilarious. Um, Brian so Tyree Henry, Salma Hayek, uh, Liam McHugh, and Don Lee. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, so there's a great cast. Um, it's not on here. I think I could have sworn it was in this movie. Um, I believe they have an actress. Um, she's uh, she's deaf, and I think she's playing a deaf superhero. Hmm. Now I'm mixing myself up. Maybe it's. I thought it was in Eternals. Eternals. Regardless, um, that's happening. Yes, that is happening. Uh, she was in uh, Walking Dead. I played a character in Walking Dead, which I didn't watch, so I I'm not sure. Ditto. Um, and Chloe Zhao is directing. I think um, we're letting a Steve's down right now. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, and Faggy said it's going to be full on Jack Kirby. Which Jack Kirby with the Eternals, okay. yeah. super cosmic out there because the Eternals do have a lot to do with the Celestials. Um, so I think that's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be really cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have you read any of the Eternals? I don't think so. I mean, I kind of know who they are. If but... you want to read a modern run, because like the, the classic stuff is is cool, but it's like you know it's classic comics. Sometimes right. it's it's weird. The writing is is too strange. Many words. Yeah. Uh, crisis of too many words yeah. but um neil gaiman neil gaiman's eternal runs from like, okay. i think like 2011 2000 was it 2000 i'll have to look it up but neil gaiman did eternals run that was a lot of fun i really okay. enjoyed it um the hang on let me get to so uh first movie we're gonna get though is before all this is black widow um right it is going to have David Harbour, who is the sheriff in Stranger Things. Um, okay. And I can't remember the actor's name, but they're going to have the Taskmaster. Okay. Uh, he's going to be one of the villains. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, they're going to talk about Budapest. That's, yeah. Um, right. That's not coming. Through. Yeah. Not sure if Hawkeye is going to be in it, um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, for those of you unaware, Taskmaster, his whole thing is he can watch you fight and learn your style and he has it memorized and he can yeah. counter it. Uh, think of in Civil War when Iron Man is like watching Cap's movements as he's punching him yeah. and then he's like activate countermeasures and he's all of a sudden just fighting back. Taskmaster could do that with anyone. Right. So which, which makes him incredibly dangerous. He also gets paid by a lot of villains to teach all their henchmen. They'll be like, hey, you, you guys are all going after Daredevil. Cool, I'll teach you how to fight Daredevil. All the henchmen still get right. their asses handed to them but Taskmaster's just like, whatever, I taught them. Yep. Um, They're just not good enough. Yeah, so Black Widow, which is still in a lot of ways like weird that they didn't give her her solo movie until now, especially now that her character yeah. is dead in the main story. Still going to be cool, still interested in it, but strange. It's probably going to be good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then we get like I said, Eternal, uh, Eternals. This one I did not. I I forgot that there was talk of this happening, but they're doing Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Okay, this is going to be dope. So I I know a little bit about Shang Chi. So he's the master of kung fu. Yep. Um, he I believe he came around the same time as like a lot of other like martial art themed comic book characters when like America especially was obsessed with martial arts in like the seventies. Yeah. Um. So he's the master of kung fu. He's the master of all these different fighting styles. So he's basically got like crazy martial arts, like almost like superhuman martial artist skills. Um. Depending who's writing him, he can also like make like duplicates of himself that can fight. Okay. So he can like take on like a bunch of ninjas. He's badass. Then the Legend of the Ten Rings suggests that we're going to talk about the Mandarin. Right. Now the real Mandarin. Okay. Yes. Exactly. So you love Iron Man three like I do, right? I'm currently watching it. Yes. Yes. 
So everyone who got like so pissed that Bill Ben Kingsley ended up not actually being the Mandarin, that he was instead just an actor. Yeah. Get over yourselves. It was hilarious. It was, yeah. But also, if you watch the mini films, before they were doing, they were, they were obviously doing end credit scenes, but for a little while there, Marvel was doing like short films. Yeah. All Hail to the King, which is where it shows him in prison getting like this royal treatment because everyone thinks he's the Mandarin. <laughs> right. Then he gets interviewed by a documentary filmmaker who basically explains to him like, no, there's an actual Mandarin who is upset that you were representing him. By the way, I'm breaking you out of prison, and I'm going to take you to go see him. So we might see like like oh no, we might see like Bid Kingsley's head <laughs> on like a stake showing up someplace somewhere. So we're getting the actual Mandarin, um, yes, Trevor. <laughs> uh, so Shang Chi is um, again. I want to make sure I'm getting pronunciations right. Um, Shang Chi is being played uh, by a uh, Chinese Canadian actor, uh, Simu Simu Liu. Um, I haven't seen... I've seen clips from the show that he's on a, a Canadian sitcom called Kim's Convenience, um, which is... It, I've seen the clips and it's hysterical, but he's martial artist and stuntman. So okay. he's got it down. Like, yeah. he's he's badass. There's a, a Japanese director. Um, Aquafina has also been cast. I'm not sure what character she's going to be playing. Um, and then... Um, oh, they announced who the Mandarin is going to be. I should have had all these notes up. I'm just so excited to talk about it that I didn't prep enough. Ooh. While you're doing that, yeah. just to fill the space, so in Iron Man One, there's the nine rings, the ten rings, aren't they? I'm pretty sure there's a nine rings too. Uh, like the the terrorist group that he gets captured part is part of the nine rings, which is I think is I'm pretty sure it's the nine rings because that's what Riri Williams is going up against in Ironheart right now, right? But I feel like they gloss over that. And then in this, like it almost—it it like was, it was the Ten Rings. It was the Ten Rings in in Iron Man One. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I miscounted something. <laughs> Nine's greater than ten, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, Stay in school, kids. But you're right. It they they did they were kind of they were introduced. They were this like multi like terrorists from all these different countries yeah. that had captured Tony Stark and then disappear. And the and the Mandarin logo, like when they do the flash on the TV screens in Iron Man Three, it has the Ten Rings logo. It's like right. the same one that they show there too. Right. So it's like they bring it back, but but it was if, a, it was a front. Yeah. For this, and if uh, you're not paying attention, it's easy to miss. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that like they're bringing it back because I feel like it's such a big part of it is the and the Mandarin is such a huge villain that yeah like it, I I got how like comic book fans maybe were upset that it wasn't the Mandarin they wanted. Um I thought it was. I thought, like I said, I thought it was entertaining. But it's Tony Leung. Yeah. Tony Leung is going to be playing um, the Mandarin. So we're actually getting like a legit bad guy Mandarin, which I think is badass. Yeah. Um. And then it just keeps rolling. It just keeps. It just keeps what going. Else, what else did they announce? They announced. What else did we got? Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That was me just leaning back in my chair, being like, "Oh, Madness just took off his glasses and rubbed his eyes." <laughs> Yeah. Here we go. Here's the thing that's important. Benedict Cumberbatch reprising his role as Doctor Strange. Elizabeth Olsen, a.k.a. the Scarlet Witch, is going to be in his movie, too. Oh. Oh. Right? All of her powers based in reality. So I don't know if they're going to 
explore the multiverse if she's going to go crazy from like opening up a portal is she going to be trying to bring back vision is he just going to bring her in and something's going to take over him there's so many things that like the multiverse can bring about how is mordo or is mordo going to play a part in it because he was the last post credit scene is he the one does he go fuck up with the multiverse and he needs and he needs to get wanda because she's super powerful and he needs the reality bending powers hang on i'm let my dog out Keep talking about Baron Mordo. Oh, uh, yeah. So Baron Mordo's pretty cool <laughs> and stuff. Uh, I should have done more research. I want to do like my reaction, not knowing a whole lot, but I'm letting the team down. No, hey, but I'm hitting that mediocre mark. Exactly. Nailing it still. So, yeah. So Multiverse of Madness. Who knows? I think that's going to be cool. Yeah. Um. So it sounds like, oh, here it goes. Um, so the Scarlet Witch, oh, WandaVision is going to lead into it. Okay. So it could be something related to what's going on with her in the Vision. Yeah. Um, Scott Derrickson, known for his horror work, said it is going to be Marvel's first scary movie. Okay. Which is interesting. I think that's interesting. I think they can yeah. go a lot of different directions. Um, I, again, it was like when we were talking about like where we're going to go before, I was saying like Doctor Strange needs to go either like Nightmare... Like, he's got to deal with these villains outside of just, like, dudes on Earth. It's got to yeah. be other dimensional. It's got to be weird magic stuff. Just like yep. Captain Marvel, she can't, unless she they gets depowered, she can't really be fighting anyone on Earth. She needs to be taken on, like, cosmic bad guys. Because yep. she's so powerful. Um, which we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, and Doctor Strange books are never, like, normal. Yeah. He, he's, he's not like, oh, I'm weird. stopping robbers. No. Yeah. No. It's, it's out there. He's dealing with wizards and yeah. shit. Um. Lastly, the last film, because they the last film that they announced, they didn't give a date yet, so I'm not sure what phase it's going to be in. Okay. But this one, the last film at this point of Phase Four, is Thor: Love and Thunder. <clears throat> oh, adjusting the glasses. Is <laughs> that's I don't <laughs> These know. are your that. reactions. You're like, wow. Glasses move up this a little bit. This is my excited face. This is why. This is why. Okay, now I get why Amy doesn't watch trailers because when she does do it she's at least like like she has like oh my gosh and you're like, just like interesting oh, that looks really good so the, the logo yeah. super 80s i'm it all is, about yeah. it um we kind of had a little bit we, we kind of knew this was coming it wasn't i wouldn't say it was spoiled but leading uh, the week leading up to comic-con we found out that akira the um legendary anime that it's being done in a live action format by taiko atiti was suddenly shelved um right. Which sucks because I really want to see him do that, but all everyone's like, "That's because he's doing Thor 4. and I was like, "Down with that." Yeah, I'm in. It makes sense. He did a good job with the third one. Yeah, he did. And Chris Hemsworth had said, "Because everyone's like, oh, who's done? Who's done after Endgame?'" And he's like, he like raises his hand. He's like, "I'll I'll renegotiate my contract. I like this. Like this is fun." Everyone else is like, "No, I'm not Tony Stark. I'm not I'm not Captain America anymore." He's just like, "Yeah." Yeah. I'll be Thor. What up? I hit my stride with the third one. Let's <laughs> do it. Yeah. He's like, "We fine. I'm, I'm good now." Um. So Thor Love and Thunder is we're going to see may, maybe it's after his adventures with the Guardians of the Galaxy um, because, you know, at the end of Endgame, we see him yeah. flying off with them. The big reveal. Well, there's two big reveals. One, Tessa He's Thompson. Not chubby anymore. I, he better be. I mean, he <laughs> could be a little more in shape, but I still kind of want him to be chubby. Um, I want him to be like. Um, I'm blanking on his name all of a sudden. One of the Warriors three who, the, who was the round one. Oh, uh. 
Gallstag. Yeah, Gallstag. Volstag. Yeah, I want I want Volstag. Like a big fat guy with muscle. Yeah. Um. So Tessa Thompson revealed that one Valkyrie is definitely not straight, which I forgot that it wasn't actually established in Ragnarok because everyone made a big deal that in Ragnarok it basically established her as bi because the way she was like flirting with Thor, but then that one Valkyrie who sacrificed herself was I think supposed to be like her lover. Yeah. But I, I guess they never actually explicitly said it. No. Nope. So all of a sudden everyone's like, no, they didn't actually introduce it, which I somehow I missed because I was like, yeah, she's bi. And everyone's like, no, they didn't say it. Now they're saying it right. because she went up there and she's just like, oh, I'm the new king of Asgard and the king needs needs her queen. And, I was, and everyone's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah, now we know. Um, and that who that queen might be, that queen could be none other than Thor. Get it? Yep. Do you get it? Because I'm, I'm with you. Natalie Portman is reprising her role as Jane Foster and it has been revealed that she will take up the mantle of Thor. Now. So excited about that. Oh, it's gonna be it's see, gonna be so my, fucking dope. Did you see my excited face? Yeah, you, you, so your excited. eyebrows lifted at least an eighth of an inch, and I was like, "Whoa!" Gonna Too much. Fly off his face. Calm down, down Manderson. So here's what you need to know about Jane Foster Thor. Um, one, it's not Lady Thor. Nope. Um, unless you're referring to her in a court, right? The, the way he would have been Lord Thor, she would have been Lady Thor, like the way Lady Sif and all that. But she's not Lady Thor. Nope. She's not Thorina. She is Thor, because yep. while the comics the comics did a better job of this than the movies did, Thor is a title; it's not actually a name. Right. Whomsoever hold the hammer, should they be worthy, shall have the power of Thor. Meaning that individual then gains the power and mantle of Thor. Um, but the way they kind of did it in the movies, if he's an alien, his name is Thor. So, whatever. Yeah. We know that, that she's going to be Thor. In the comics, um, a few years ago, they basically made Thor unworthy to hold the hammer, and she ended up picking up the hammer, becoming worthy, and she became Thor for a period of time yep. uh, while she was battling cancer. And the problem she had was every time she'd grab the hammer, it would expel the chemicals from her body, the chemochemicals, because it saw them as poison. Yeah. Who knows if they're going to fucking go that route? I don't know. But we do know that Jane Foster will be Thor in this movie. Somehow, some way. Um, we don't know what hammer she's going to have. We don't know if like a timeline gets fucked up. Maybe the Loki series. Loki, Ooh. there we go. Loki's just gonna steal the hammer from his brother in some other time and just give <laughs> and it to bring her. Bring it back. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people had said, can Natalie Portman like carry that role? I think she's got the chops easily. Yeah. She's a fantastic actress. Um, a couple of people were like, oh well, physically, can like you know she can she look like Thor? And I'm like, well, one, the whole point is that the hammer gives you the power. Yeah. Two, like. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. Like she's not like she's not a fucking power lifter, but she's the whole point is that she's a superhuman, right. so that she doesn't necessarily need to have bulging biceps. The men always do, but you know that's a yeah. whole other thing. And that that is kind of a disservice. I feel like comics do because yeah. the heroes are always drawn in the most physically fit way. Yeah, and if they have superpowers, they don't need to be. They don't need to look right like. The Rock. Yeah. Like, Batman. Batman has to be ripped because he doesn't have powers. So he has to compensate. You know, Hawkeye has to be ripped because he's shooting arrows constantly. Yeah. Um, In theory, Superman, like, if his bicep is super powered, it could be as thin as... It could be my bicep. It could be you, but he could still, you know, punch through the sun. Yeah. Um, Wolverine's whole thing with him regenerating and getting rid of lactic acid, which makes him so buff, whatever, science. Um, So, yeah, I, I agree. So it is kind of like a... Okay, cool. Well, I mean, at armor, like, you know, 
the, right. with the CGI of her flying around and stuff. Like, I don't need to see a bulging bicep to see her kick ass. Yeah. I just, you know, just need to see her kick ass. So that came out of nowhere. I, I was, we were all blown away that that was happening. The last. I've, I've wanted it since they. 100%. Like, since her run as Thor, yeah. I've wanted it. Yeah. Um. So the last thing that, that Marvel did, which near and dear to my heart, um, Kevin Feige goes out there and everyone's wearing like hats like baseball caps for the, the, the production team they're on. Mm-hmm. They have like Black Widow logos or something else. And he comes out there and he's like, he's like, guys, he's like, we're out of time. You can watch this video. It's been, it's been retweeted a bunch of times. He's like, we're out of time. He's like, we didn't even have time to tell you guys that we're working on Black Panther 2. And everyone starts losing their mind. Right. And he's like, we didn't even get to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Everyone loses their mind. He's like, and we haven't needed to t- talk about Captain Marvel 2. And everyone's like freaking out. And he's like, yeah, and we certainly don't have time to talk about the Fantastic Four. Everyone starts flipping their fucking lids. And he's like, and he looks at his wrist and he's like, and we definitely don't have time to talk about mutants. And everyone's just like screaming. <laughs> they're like They're all just like, what is happening? Like, we have like six phases already planned. So he's just like, so he's like, yeah, he's like, but you know, that's all been rumored. He's like, you guys have heard about that. Like, you've seen the rumors. And he's like, this next, he's like, but I do want to leave you guys with something. That has not been rumored. And he's he's right. I had no idea this was happening. And he brings out two-time Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali. I always thought it was Mahershala. Mahershala is the way Kevin Feige was saying it. I don't fucking know. I've never met the man. I hope one day I can. I can be like, hey, how do you pronounce your name? I want to fucking do it right. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mahershala Ali, who won for Green Book. Um, oh, crap. Moonlight? Now I'm blanking on the name. Moonlight, I think. I'm bad at this. I, we, if Steve's was here, he'd be fucking all yeah. over this. He'd, he'd have the Oscars back 50 years ready to go. Um, but he was also Cottonmouth in yep. Luke Cage. That's what I recognize him from. Uh, which which a lot of people are like, wait, actors don't re- don't like get recast after they've played one role in the MCU. Technically, Marvel television doesn't count. Um, he was also the bad guy in Alita Battle Angel, mm-hmm. um, which didn't... I don't think it did well, but I still want to watch it. Yeah, it looks good. Um, and a lot of people saw his role, and they're like, they they were like, oh, he'd be great for this character. So Kevin's like, oh yeah, he's like, come out, and he's like, oh, I see you are you are, you have a baseball cap of your own. <laughs> what is what does it say? He doesn't say anything. He just pulls out a baseball cap and puts it on, and it just says Blade, and then everything goes black, <laughs> and then you just see these blood red letters appear on the screen. It just says B L A D E. And the lights come up at Kevin Feige's like, thank you, Hall H. Good night. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there watching the video and I'm just losing my mind. Because there had been talks. He had said that, he like, I mean, the problem is, is every time Kevin Feige gets interviewed, they're like, oh, what about this character? What about that character? He's like, oh, that would be a great character. I would love to do that character. Right. And you don't fucking know if he already knows they're making the movie or if he's like, I would like to do that. Yeah. And Blade has been brought up before, but he's never committed. No one's ever made any commitment to it. Um... A lot of people were upset it's not Wesley Snipes because Wesley Snipes still looks fucking great. <laughs> He's super ripped yeah. right now. But so Wesley Snipes originally played it in the, the original trilogy. Then there was an uh, on Spike TV, television for men. Um, do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, they had a Blade series. That didn't last very long. That was my, if you didn't catch that, was my disappointed glasses <laughs> shift. <laughs> you didn't hear it like go up his, up his face. You're like, uh, yeah, there's the glasses. Um, so yeah, so so Blade, one of my favorite characters ever. He's he's the daywalker. He's the half vampire, vampire hunter. Um, 
Originally introduced in Tomb of Dracula as a, as a vampire hunter. He's a super badass character. Yeah. Currently an Avenger. Currently an Avenger. Yeah. Um, interested to see where it goes just because he's fighting vampires. That's usually R-rated content. Usually yeah. really bloody. Um, so it's going to be like a, a bridge to R-rated land. Or are they going to tamp it down a little bit? You know, it's right. Okay. There are ways to get around stuff where you could be PG-13. If you don't have like a lot of nudity or swearing, you can have a lot of violence. Yeah. Or if you have a lot of nudity, you can't have a lot of swearing or violence. Like, Yeah. Bounce it out. Yeah. I feel like with the Doctor Strange and that, they have two movies that could potentially push into our range, which I'm not upset about. Like yeah. the, the only thing that upsets me about it really is that... I can't wait for my son to get old enough. Or right. My wife's like, you can show him all these movies yeah. except for those two. Right. Like, he's going to miss some stuff that'll lead into this. So that's, right. that's disappointing. That's a valid but he, point. But even then it's like, yeah. Have, having PG 13 makes it very accessible yeah. across a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of fields, but, but I won't be upset. No, it, I, so apparently from what I'm, from what I'm reading, like Kevin Feige already wanted him for the role, but he actually reached out to Marvel and he used his, wow. like his, like, Hey, I'm a two-time Oscar winner. I want to be Blade, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, okay. dude!" <laughs> like, sounds good. Like, we have Robert Redford in Civil War, and we have, yeah. um, oh, who who played Hank Pym? I'm blanking on his actor's name. Michael, uh, Douglas. Michael Douglas. Like, we have all these amazing like Oscar winner actors. You have your Oscars. Come the fuck let's on! Like, let's do this. Um, so yeah, so that was just, and we got D D23 still coming up. Um, Spend more details on some of the stuff that yeah. they teased. And I mean, and it's only Monday. Like, there's a lot of stuff still filtering out of Comic Con. There's yeah. pictures that, because I mean, they did have like concept art and like small video packages and stuff. They did play from a lot of these movies and stuff that we didn't get a chance to see because that's right. being copyright strike taken down off of YouTube or whatever. Um, so as time goes on, we'll probably see more of this filter out. That's just kind of the bare bones details about it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, that, we didn't even hit on. All the news from Comic Con because there's so fucking yeah, much. I mean, hang on, let me check the too t- much stuff. It's a we've, we've said it a number of times on the show. It's it's a great time to be a comic book Holy fan. Holy shit! It there's is never been a better time. No, I, I was just so I I work for this month. I've been working at Empires on Mondays. Uh, Empires Comics Vault located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. Um, <laughs> Well, that's become a shtick. That's for a us. fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, so, um, working empires on Monday sometimes it can be uh, a little slow, and so I'll just kind of be wandering around looking at all the books. And like Ben has a lot of displays now of graphic novels. Like half his store is graphic novels; the other half is individual issues. Just seeing everything that's out, like not even just Marvel and DC, just right. everything. So much. Stuff. There is so much. I'm just like, this looks cool. This looks cool. Sci-fi, fantasy, crime, noir, young adult, yeah. everything in between, kids books. Kids stuff, yeah. There was so much cool stuff that I'm like, I want all of this. Like, it's kind of reminded me back when, because my, I was, I've been reading comics for a long time, but I started like a huge uphill, like climb, I can't remember what year it was, but part of that was Caitlin went in around Christmas time to empires and was like, what should I get David? And Ben was like this graphic novel, this one, this one, this one. And it was like all these great stories. And that I was just hooked on them. East of West saga, um, Manhattan projects, uh, manifest destiny, just all these different cool takes on different things. And I feel I'm kind of like 
getting back there now where I'm looking at everything and I'm like, man, I really want to read all of this. Yeah. I'm also going to be very realistic about my time and what I can and can't do. But there's just so much cool too, stuff. Yeah, too much. Too much. And that's it's a great, a it's a great fucking problem yeah. to have. And we have all these series coming out. And I'm going to be 100% honest. Like, maybe the fact that they're Marvel, Marvel Studios, I'll be able to stick with them. Yeah. Sometimes I have a hard time sticking with, like I said, with all the movies and the TV shows. Like, right. but... I'm stoked. I was a little. I I was one of the people that was a little worried after Endgame. I'm like, where can you go from here? Just because it was so good, right? But it was also so absolute with some of the characters. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, hey, you know, and because I was kind of like, okay, cool. Like we have a lot of sequels coming, and that's why I was kind of like, okay, sequels are fine. Yeah. But they're like, mm, no, no, yeah, no, blood. no, Blade. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of fresh blood, yeah. you're gonna get Blade. <laughs> you get Shang Chi, Eternals, and like, oh yeah, there's also a Doctor Strange sequel in here. Yeah, <laughs> Just sprinkle that in. Well, I think like the 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 great thing about what they they're they've done what they're doing is that if they're just like, well, well, yeah, we we had Phase One, then we start introducing new stuff and still some new stuff. Is if you rely on sequels, there's still an end in sight. Yeah. If they continue to introduce new characters. There's not an end in sight, which right. is awesome because that, that's one of the, the fun things about comics is there's, yeah, there's an end to a story, but there's always more to come. Right. And that the way that they're, they're laying out and introducing pieces of this universe is in that, that yeah. vein. This is also the first phase that we don't have an Avengers movie. Yeah. They didn't announce one. Right. There, there could be one or there could not be an Avengers for a little bit, yeah. which would be okay. We don't necessarily need one. Yeah, it's been the culmination of each phase, more or less. Right. But, I mean, but with with all these titles they dropped, I'm like, I'm because maybe maybe some of these guys don't either. They're no longer part of the Avengers, or maybe they don't join the Avengers. Maybe Shang Chi is like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go do my own thing. I don't want to be part of a team. Yeah, I would fucking love if he was a part of it. But maybe that maybe Avengers is not the goal of each phase now. anymore. Yeah. So I think it could be really fucking cool to see what happens um i think that about wraps it up yeah i can think of anything i mean you get all the stuff in front of you but yeah there's, i mean there's and I, we could keep going we could but, but it's just ridiculous maybe stop listening at yeah you just be like all right cool i'm just gonna go on you know i'm just gonna read a blog about all idea. these things and you'd be like oh well but we're more entertaining than a blog we're so much more entertaining i mean we write blogs sometimes sometimes and we're going to be doing more of that. But we also tell you shit like, you know, why it is important that, yep. that Natalie Portman is going to be Thor and like why that is totally valid. And, you know, your masculinity is not under attack. Nope. Like, it's just a fucking fantasy story. Are, are you sure, David? It really <laughs> feels like it. <clears throat> oh, that was great. Thanks. That was really good. That was a that was a Steve's. Um channeling my inner Portuguese. That's pretty soft. Portuguese. Uh, so yeah, so that's about going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Our talk about Comic-Con, the granddaddy of them all. Um, yeah. Literally, it's old enough to be granddaddy. 100%. Yeah. Uh, be sure to check out uh, next week. We are going to be doing part two of Can Hero Exist Without a Villain um, in, in a Perfect World. Who knows? Scheduling might yeah. prevent it, but <laughs> we're going to shoot next for it. Next time. We're going to try. Um, but anyway, for the Capeless Crusaders, my name is, of course, David Barry at DRBerry on varying social media platforms. I'm joined by my comrade in arms. This is Manderson or Son of Mander. Just, you know, send a tweet at David and he'll let me know. <laughs> I'll pass it along. I'll be your... I'll be your uh, because your, I get so many Twitter messages. Yeah, your, me your messenger pigeon. 
Didn't we have rats? We well, I got rats because I was a cheeseburger. That's what it was. You guys use pigeons. Yeah, we're 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 technologically advanced. Anyway, for Amy at iJaneURobot on varying social media platforms and a Steve's Anthony Steve's the Azorian one. Thank you for hanging out. We are the Capeless Crusaders. <gasps> Good night.